On the 3rd of November, the news of the surrender of General Burgoyne's army was communicated in general orders. It was read to the rangers in their parade, and amidst the distress that such an event must naturally occasion to Englishmen and soldiers, never did Major Simcoe feel himself more elevated or augur better of the officers and men he had the honor to command than when he came to the rejection of one of the proposed articles in the following terms. Sooner than this army will consent to ground their arms in their encampment, they will rush on the enemy, determined to take no quarter. And the whole corps thrilled with animation and resentment against the enemy, and with sympathy for their fellow soldiers, it would have been the most favorable moment had the enemy appeared to have attacked them. Major Grimes, a Virginia gentleman of loyalty, education, and fortune, who was second major of the Queen's Rangers, at this time resigned his commission, to the great regret of Major Simcoe and of the Corps, whose confidence he had won by extricating them from a very disadvantageous situation by a decisive and bold exertion at Brandywine. He was succeeded in duties with the rank of Captain Commandant by Lieutenant Ross of the 35th Regiment, whose intrepidity and zeal for service Major Simcoe was well acquainted. The redoubts in front of Philadelphia being finished, the advance pickets were withdrawn and posted in them, that of the Queen's Rangers accepted, it remained without redoubt, though it had fallen back much nearer to it. It was liable to insult, but would, it would have been difficult to have surprised it. The knoll was still the outpost, and the general place to which many of the officers of the line rode, in order to laugh at the mounted men and their habiliments. But other troops of the cavalry were now raising, and the utility of them, through all the ridicule of bad horses and want of appointments, became very obvious.' 